Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Bunch of people sent me this story. Edward, Tim, Spencer, Ben, and Robbie. First published in Jalopnik, as far as I can tell, but I saw it pop up in a whole bunch of different places. And it's just an interesting story because I talk about recalls from time to time. And recalls, of course, when NHTSA tells an auto manufacturer they got to take uh, uh, heed of a problem with a car, send out notices to the owners, and let people bring their cars in and get them repaired for free for a safety defect. And those recalls are often involving cars that are a few years old, as pointed out here, because Ferrari is now recalling cars for the last 17 years. 17 years worth of cars, Steve DeSilva wrote this for Jalopnik. There are, broadly, he says, a few attributes that distinguish a Ferrari from the general rabble out on the streets. Ferraris are fast, loud, and most of all red. <laughs> Not all, but quite often. But now it seems the company's found another unifying thread to weave between its models. Potential brake failure. Brake failure. Not something you want to have happen with your car, particularly not a Ferrari. For the past 17 years, nearly every Ferrari model has apparently shared that single fatal flaw. The company is taking action, however, recalling something like 23,000 vehicles to ensure that the wide pedal actually does its job. It's more than twice as many cars as it sold in 2021, a year that set sales records for the company. So there's three things in that sentence to unpack, one of which is in the second year of COVID, they hit peak sales, but also double that number is how many cars are recalling right now. Wow. As you'd expect for a recall span 17 years, the list of affected vehicles is exhaustive. NHTSA lists the following models on its recall acknowledgement. I'm not going to read them all to you. I'm going to pick and choose. But if you have a Ferrari, <laughs> as if any of my viewers have got Ferraris. Um, actually, if anybody does, can you chime in? I, I, I don't know that I've ever heard from anybody who said, Steve, I own a Ferrari. Uh, and I would have expected that by now. So if you own a Ferrari, jump in the comments and let us know. But otherwise, we're just talking about other people's cars here. But if you've got a Ferrari, go to NHTSA and type in your VIN and find out if it's part of the recall. I had someone contact me yesterday and say, Steve, after seeing one of your videos where you kept hammering on, you should go to NHTSA and look up your own car. He goes, I discovered my car had a recall on it that was open. I didn't know about it. I'm going to take it in and get it fixed. Thank you. So, for instance, the Ferrari 430 from 05 to 09. The uh, Ferrari 812. 2018 to 2022. Uh, the Ferrari F60 America from 2016. The Ferrari FF from 2012 to 2016. The 2013 to 2015 Ferrari La Ferrari, which shows you you're running out of names. The Ferrari La Ferrari. Uh, 2019 2022, the Ferrari Portofino. Uh, 2021 to 2022, the Ferrari Aroma. And so on. So there's a whole bunch of models here. And to me, it all blends together because, like I said, I'm not I, I'm not a real expert on Ferraris. Um, it's a foreign car, number one. Uh, and number two, um, the interesting thing is I do have an interest, a story to tell you about Ferraris uh, or a Ferrari, which we'll get to in a second. But I, I'm not really, really well versed in Ferraris. I admit that. They're cool cars. They're beautiful cars. The company's got an amazing history, and, and that's absolutely true. But um, yet for all those years of issues, all those models, 
The fix is shockingly simple. So it's a brake issue, and the fix is simply a new brake fluid reservoir cap and then an ECU update. So they say the stock cap doesn't vent well enough, which can create a vacuum inside the fluid reservoir, which apparently then causes some other kind of problem. So if you own an affected model, you'll find that out by putting your VIN through NHTSA's recall site, and that'll tell you if your individual car needs to be fixed. Ferrari estimates that only 1% of the listed cars actually need repair, but they've got to do it this way to find out which ones those are. So better safe than sorry. Uh, you're going to need brakes to tame that much speed, noise, and red, <laughs> Steve De Silva says. And, you know, I mentioned before, and I, I know I've told the story before, but a year and a half ago, I went to Atlanta and met Ed Bolian of VinWiki fame. And I told some stories that he shot video of and then posted on his channel. And a lot of people saw them there and came over and joined my channel. So it caused some great growth on my channel in terms of volume of, of subscribers. Very, very cool. And after we'd done all these videos, we're just sitting around talking and he mentioned Ferrari. And I said, you know, I got a little story about Ferrari. I go, I, I don't think it's enough for me to shoot a video about because it's not that personal to me in that sense. You'll understand why in a second. But I said, but it is an interesting story you might enjoy. And he goes, what's that? I said, well, I grew up in Birmingham, Michigan. Across the street from me was a guy who was an auto company executive, an executive at an auto company. And he's a car collector. And he's actually still there, still lives in the house across the street from my parents. And um, he's always had one or two cool cars in his garage. And when I was in elementary school through junior high and high school, he had a Ferrari. He had a Ferrari. It was bright red. And on Saturday or Sunday in the summertime, pretty much every weekend, he would roll it out of his garage and do stuff with it. And about once a month or so, he would get in the car and fire it up back down the driveway, go down the end of the street and drive it around for a little while and he'd come back and put it away. And I knew that he did this and I remember seeing the car many, many times and it was a Ferrari, it was a red Ferrari, beautiful car, absolutely gorgeous car. Now the weird thing is that he had kids but they were not quite lined up with me or my brothers in the sense that like, I didn't go to school with any of them, at least not in my grade or my class and I'm not sure that any of my brothers did either. But I know that in later years, I talked to my brother, Ken, who's the engineer who worked at Ford, and I talked to him about our neighbor's Ferrari. He said, oh, I got a ride in it one time. I said, really? And he tells me about the ride he took in the car. And the reason I'm telling you the story this way is that I remembered there was a time when, I believe it was the Jay Giles Band, came to southeastern Michigan to play a show, I think at Pine Knob. And uh, either the day before the show or the day after the show, there's a big old tour bus parked in front of our neighbor's house. And a bunch of long-haired guys walking around our neighbor's Ferrari. He had pulled the Ferrari out of the garage, uncovered it. It's always covered in the garage. Uncovered it, rolled it out. A bunch of long-haired guys standing around admiring this car. I'm thinking to myself, now wait a second. Why is a rock band taking a quick stop away from the concert venues to visit my neighbor? about his car. I don't, I don't get this. 
And here's the thing. I, as a, a young man, was very interested in American cars. I've mentioned that before. I knew all my Mopars. I knew all the GM products. I knew all the Ford products. Was not a big aficionado of the Ferrari products. And um, the Ferrari, and I've mentioned this briefly in a video years ago. The Ferrari was a 1962 GTO. And I found the story out later because when I was a little kid, I didn't know what, I wouldn't have known what that meant if somebody had told me. And I remembered one occasion where he had the car pulled out and I saw my brother talking to the man who owned the car. I walked over there and I looked around the car and the car was cool. It had a hand hammered aluminum body and uh, I seem to recall it had like leather straps that would, you know, when you open the door to keep the door from swinging too far, there were leather just really cool stuff, you know, and the gauges were really nice. And, you know, it's a Ferrari, you know, it's just a beautiful car. 1962 Ferrari GTO. And uh, in later years, I heard that our neighbor sold the car. And I don't remember the exact number, so I'm not going to guess on this. But he had bought it for a smaller amount of money because the car had an unusual history. And I told this story to Ed, and Ed goes, Steve, this would make a great video. And I go, you know, something it wouldn't, because I don't have any pictures of the car. We have to go find pictures on the internet, which you can do, by the way. And I said, so I'm not going to go there. But you can read this story about the car. It's on the internet. And what had happened was this car was out there. Everyone knew there was this 62 Ferrari GTO, which, by the way, in case you don't know this, by the way, I'm talking about it. It's one of the most, if not the most valuable cars in existence there's a few of them out there. They sell for the same amount of money that Van Gogh paintings sell for. It's crazy. So the neighbor bought the car and he got a pretty good price on it because it had the wrong engine in it. And so everyone knows what engine is supposed to be in a 62 Ferrari that comes from the factory. There's, there's a certain size engine. I forgot what it is, but it's, it's a, you know, so many liters, right? And so he bought the car and got a good deal on it because it had the wrong engine, kind of like mismatched numbers, right? So he starts doing research because he's trying to figure out if he maybe he can track down the original engine or maybe he can get a, you know, an engine out there that would be more appropriate than the one that was in it. Starts doing research and somewhere along the line, he bumps into a guy who knows the Ferrari factory inside now. And, and he goes, oh, you've got that car? And the neighbor goes, yeah. Why is that? He goes, that's the car that the factory raced for one season. And as you might know, in the various racing circuits in Europe, they often say, well, you can race, but you can only use an engine of this size or an engine of this size. He goes, so when they would take it to a racetrack, they'd put in the appropriate engine. And if they had to swap the engine, they swap out the engine, put a different engine. And he goes, so the wrong engine that's in your car was installed by the factory for racing purposes but that car was not actually built to be sold retail to just a customer so the guy goes for all practical purposes what you've got there is actually a car with the proper engine in it because it was installed at the factory by the factory for the factory racing team and the car was raced and then later on, they just sold it because they just, well, we're done racing. Let's sell it now. Let's sell it now. So that car he had for quite some time, but once he knew the correct story, 
it went up in value. And later on, my understanding is someone came by and offered him the kind of money that convinces you pretty much that everything is for sale. And he sold it. And my understanding is now it's in Ohio, owned by a gentleman who actually drives it from time to time. And a car that valuable, I'm not sure I could do that, but apparently that guy can. So you can go online, find out the whole story about the uh, 1962 Ferrari GTO with the, uh, the racing pedigree and the wrong engine. And that right there, my friends, is the only story I've got about Ferrari that I can tell you. Because, like I said, I've never owned one. And the only person I ever knew who owned one was my neighbor across the street that I didn't know that well. I didn't know him that well. But my brother did one time get a ride in the car. And he said that he described the route to me. He actually knows every single turn they took. He's like, okay, we went to the end of the street, went up Adams Road, cut across here, cut across here, went down Charing Cross Road, did a loop on Woodward, came right back. And, and one thing the man told my brother is, I don't like driving this car in that much traffic. So <laughs> understandably so. But my brother can say, yeah, I had a ride in a 1962 Ferrari GTO, which is something I can't say. At least not truthfully. So there you go. But Ferrari right now is recalling 17 years worth of cars. Stories from Jalopnik. Steve DeSilva wrote it. Robbie, Spencer, Ben, Tim, and Edward all sent it to me. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. I had the right to remain silent, but I didn't have the ability.